Good morning, and we welcome back to the program State Representative Lindsay Patterson. Good morning to you, Lindsay. How are you doing? I'm great, Tom. Thank you so much for having me. Well, it's great to have you on the program once again. And, of course, um, the uh, the big thing that's uh, gone on around in particular in uh, your district, Lindsay, is uh, the state's got pouring $7 million into the Whitewater Canal project. Yes. Yeah, we're super excited about that. Um, so back in 2022, uh, Ben Franklin III, so their wooden boat there, was taken off the canal. And unfortunately, when it was taken off, it, it, it dried out and broke. So um, obviously, we need a new canal but to do or a new boat. But to do that, there are several things that needed fixed on the canal. So um, they had an engineer come out and figure out it'd be about a $14.4 million project. Um, and that includes locks 24 and 25, um, the aqueduct, which, by the way, is one of the only wooden aqueducts in the U.S. Um, the Laurel Feeder Dam would be fixed as part of that project as well, a new dry dock, um, a boat. And then about every three months, they have to clean out silt from the canal. Um, otherwise, it builds up, and then obviously the boat can't get through where it needs to go. So that's part of the $14.4 million. And, um, yeah, we were very fortunate to get the $7 million put in the budget. It was very last minute. Uh, Representative Dave Abbott and Senator Gene Lysing and myself and uh, uh, Representative Randy Linus as well helped to get that funding in that budget at the last minute. So we were real happy with that and real proud of that um, to be able to get that. So um, right now, I mean, we have the $7 million appropriated, but it is a, it's a matching fund. So, like I said, the project is $14.4 million. So, somehow we have to come up with the extra $7.4. Um, if we can come up with the 7 then we can at least start the project. But we can't start it until we have those funds to match, match it with. And uh, that's the thing. Uh, the uh, the area has uh, kind of, uh, especially the the boat, as you mentioned, uh, you know, breaking apart. But it seems like uh, other parts of uh, that general area have uh, have kind of gone by the wayside. Yeah, they really have. It's very unfortunate. Um, my very first job was in Metamora. I was 12 years old, and I worked at a candy shop there. And then uh, the following year, I went on to another candy shop, the fudge shop. And so I worked there. I, I grew up there. Um, every year, it's a tra tradition for our family. We go every year on Thanksgiving. Uh, that's the first weekend for the Christmas walk. So we go to that, and every year in October, we go to Canal Days. Uh, so it's been a huge part of my life, a huge part of my family's life, and it's a huge part of tourism here in southeast Indiana. So we're really hoping that we can raise that money. Um, but, yeah, there, there's a lot of things that I feel like they just need a little they need a little pick-me-up. The whole town does. So we're hoping to be able to get that for them. And, of course, uh, the uh, Indiana State Museum has a lot to do with uh, the Whitewater Canal in that particular area. Um, have you uh, heard anything from those folks, uh, their reaction to uh, having this project funded by the state? Oh, yeah. Um, Kathy, she met with us. Uh, she is the president of the Indiana State Museum and Historic Site. And she met with us. She was super excited about getting this funding. And she's got a couple ideas up her sleeve as well on how, um, unfortunately, we can't make state funds with other state funds. So we're looking at private donations, possible federal funding or county funding. Um, so she has a couple ideas. We've gotten together with a group of people to try to figure out how we can possibly meet that funding. Yeah, and, and that's the whole thing, the fact that uh, 
that it'll uh, receive seven million. But uh, again, this is um, this is all matching again, as you alluded to, Lindsay, uh, using private donations or even uh, tapping uh, local government funds. Yes. Yeah, that's what we're hoping to do. And we do have a couple ideas. If we can't meet it, we're thinking about maybe trying to change the line item in the budget to make it a little more feasible, such as um, if we can meet this amount, can we at least start with some of the locks or the aqueducts instead of waiting until we have the actual $7 million? We also uh, tossed around the idea of maybe trying to get the full full 14.4 through uh, the Tourism Association. We don't know if that can happen, but we kind of wanted to see if we could raise just a little bit before we tried other avenues. All right. So, again, we will, of course, obviously keep an eye on that. Again, the uh, $7 million into the uh, Whitewater Canal project. And, uh, Lindsay, uh, some other things that uh, happened during the uh, legislative session that uh, um, either bills that uh, you had a hand in or uh, you were uh, kind of excited to see uh, be passed into law. Yeah, um, we had several this year. We had a lot of them with parents um, just trying to be a little more hands-on with the school situation. Um, There's a lot of things in schools right now that just don't need to be in there. You know, my understanding is it should be reading, writing, and arithmetic. And there's a lot of other political things and um, special interest groups that are being brought in. So we did some legislation that helps with that. Um, It kind of gives the parents more power and more control over what their kids are being taught. Um, so that was one that was really important. Um, obviously the budget, I mean, it's, it's huge. And unfortunately it's, you know, not everything is perfect, but it does set us up for, um, you know, to be fiscally responsible. It's going to pay down debt, cutting taxes, and, um, hopefully it's going to invest in the future. And we're talking with State Representative Lindsey Patterson. And uh, I know, uh, Lindsey, one bill that uh, you had a a particular hand in uh, authoring, as a matter of fact, uh, dealt with low water crossings. However, uh, uh, that did not pass. But uh, your reaction to that and uh, how you uh, look to proceed uh, with uh, similar legislation in the future? Yeah, I I fully expect to present the bill again. Um, I'm super excited about it, especially now that I understand how how everything works um it's nice to be able to know now and i've got i actually have a lot more bills that i'm going to present this time around but for now that's something that i'm definitely going to focus on i think it's a big safety issue here in southeast indiana and it needs to be addressed um i know i've talked to the chair um of roads and transportation jim pressel and i also talked to the chair it it got sent over to uh department of natural resources and or natural resources and I'm hoping to be able to just talk with him a little bit more to try to get that bill heard at least, because it wasn't even heard in committee. So I'm hoping that, you know, I can at least get it heard this time around. And as we talked about uh, previous times, Lindsay, that's something that uh, personally affects you. It really does. I live on Yellow Bank Road. We have two of them. We actually at one time had three. Um, well, we have two on Yellow Bank, and then it branches off onto, uh, I believe it's Bushy Road, and there's one there, but it's they're immediately following each other. And, you know, like I've said before, I have 17- and 16-year-old boys. They own a mowing business, and they're driving these big trailers with their, their mowers on there across it. And it, so it's something we travel every day. It's definitely something to be concerned about if there's – any rain, you know, within, I don't know, maybe an hour of rain, we have to go around, which adds about 15 minutes to all of our commutes. 
So, yeah, it, it's definitely, we've had several deaths in our area just from low water crossings. So hopefully, I, I, I have, I believe that Shane will hear it and that he'll maybe be excited to help out with it. All right. So, again, uh, that is uh, the latest on the uh, low water crossings. But uh, we're going to go ahead and take a quick time out, and we'll continue our conversation with State Representative Lindsey Patterson right after this. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let To Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville To Go, big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back as we continue our conversation with State Representative Lindsey Patterson. And, uh, Lindsey, of course, uh, we talked about the the highlights and uh, the lowlights, uh, previous uh, some of those. But uh, what are some other things as far as uh, being a freshman lawmaker? What are some things that stood out in uh, your first session of the General Assembly? You know, I believe one of the biggest things that stood out to me is just the friendships and the camaraderie that they, we have within the House of Representatives. Everyone is so ha- – and it doesn't matter which side you're on – we all have this huge respect for each other. We try to work together. We try to think about Indiana as a whole and how we can make it a better state. Um, I, just, I think that's the best part that I've figured out throughout this whole process is that even when you don't necessarily agree on everything, we can definitely be – we agree to disagree and we respect each other's opinions. And uh, you talked about uh, some of the more veteran lawmakers uh, more or less uh, taking you under their wing. I know uh, Randy Fry is a a name that you mentioned previously. Have there been uh, other lawmakers who have helped you along the way? You know, um, just sitting in in the House, you kind of get used, you know, you get to know your seatmates really well. And um, I've been really happy getting to know Joanna King. And I I sit next to Julie Oltoff and... um, we just all—it's—it's it's been a wonderful experience, and they have all stepped up and given me guidance and just helped me along the way. And I don't even have to ask; they'll ask. They'll see me doing something. I'm like, "Hey, Lindsay, you know, can I help you with this? Or uh, is there anything you need to know?" Everyone has been very, very helpful. Now, as far as the summer is concerned, Lindsay, uh, will you be on any uh, study committees in the house? far I have not heard that I'm on any so uh, we actually have an event tonight and I will ask about that because I would I I hope that I am because that's something that I definitely want to be a part of and as far as uh, the other part of the summer and uh, in the meantime uh, until the uh, house uh, reconvenes in uh, January uh, uh, what's uh, what's going on in the life of Lindsay Patterson well, I have lots of meetings set aside, uh, lots of fairs and festivals that I'll be going to. Um, so fair weeks are starting to gear up. Uh, other than that, I mean, my, my door is always open. My phone is available. If people want to call and they want to sit down and chat with me, I would love to do that. And, of course, as uh, we talked about the previously, uh, the low-water crossings, uh, do you have other uh, pieces of legislation that you're uh, particularly interested in seeing uh, being shepherded uh, through the House and in the Senate and ultimately to the governor's desk? Um, you 
know, I've had a lot of constituents call me, and there are a lot of things that um, we are talking about. So some of these lake communities, including Franklin County where I live, you know, that brings in tourism, and that can be an issue with ambulance and fire and because, you know, you just have more people in your actual town, so you need more people ready for if something happens. Um, and I've had a couple people call me, and when I went and talked to commissioners and council members, they talked about just maybe trying to get some type of little tax for every car that goes through, like, the Whitewater uh, River or, or the Brookville Lake, uh, so that they can get just a little bit to put back into their communities. And I know there's a couple other legislators that are considering the same legislation, so we're all going to kind of get together and try to figure out if we can't give some of this money back to the communities just to help with things like that. And uh, finally, if uh, somebody uh, doesn't have a chance meeting with you on the street, Lindsay Patterson, uh, how can they get a hold of you? Uh, well, they can go on my website. I, so I have a Facebook page, uh, Lindsay Patterson for State Representative, and uh, they can find all of my information there, where to call, where to email, however they want to do it, and I am more than willing to sit down and have coffee or just discuss any concerns that you might have in your communities. All right. Well, State Representative Lindsey Patterson, we appreciate your time this morning. Stay well, and uh, we look forward to having you again on the program soon. Thank you so much, Tom. I appreciate it. It's always a pleasure.